Welcome to the second session in our series, Refocus. We're so glad that you are joining us today. And you know, in our first session, we just talked about the power of focus. And we saw that focus really determines our future. So what we're focusing on is so vitally important. And we learned that we really need to be recognizing what we're focusing on. Sometimes we just don't pay attention to what we're focusing on, which sounds like that contradicts itself. But sometimes we just think, oh, I'm just going to focus on whatever comes my way. No, we are the ones that control what we focus on. So we've got to be recognizing what we're focusing on in order to put our focus where it needs to be. And, you know, we as followers of Jesus should be putting our focus on him and the things that he focused on. And so today, that's what we're going to be looking at. We're going to see what Jesus focused on. So if you look throughout the Gospels and take a look at what did he do? What was he focused on? we see that Jesus really was always focused on two things, God the Father and people. Over and over and over, that's all we see him focusing on. We see him slipping away to pray, talking to the Father, hearing from God, getting wisdom and direction from the Father, and then spending time with people with the purpose of pouring out the love and nature of the Father into their lives. So, if that's what he focused on, that's what we as his followers should be focusing on. So, how much do we focus on those two things? I think that's a good question for all of us to ask ourselves. How much do I focus on those two things? Or maybe... Another question that we really should be asking is, how much of my focus is on myself? Because we all tend to focus on ourselves, don't we? We focus on our circumstances, the challenges around us. We focus on our hurts, our successes, our failures, our wants our desires. There's so many things that we focus on that are pertaining to us. Our appearance, you know, we, our focus is so often here, but we never see Jesus focusing on himself. He focused on God, the Father, and on people. And not only is that the example that he gave us, but It's also the instruction that he gave when one of the Pharisees asked him, what is the greatest command? And in Mark chapter 12, verse 30 and 31, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. So this is how he lived. And this is how he told us to live. If our lives are all about loving God and loving people, then that's where our focus is going to be, right? Yeah. And this is ultimately why we exist. It's why we are here. 
when we love God and love people, we'll end up drawing more people to him who will then love him and love people and end up drawing more people to him, right? And our, our purpose here is to expand the kingdom of God. So when we're loving God and loving people, we're walking out our purpose on the earth. So no wonder there is such a fight to pull our attention, to pull our focus in every other direction because the enemy doesn't want us walking out God's purposes, right? So we need to realize what we're focusing on. We are living in days right now of so much chaos, so much division and darkness in the world around us. And it's so easy for us to get sucked into those things. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, we don't have to. We can live in the midst of those things without getting sucked into those things. Because the Bible tells us that we're in this world, but not of this world. Right? So that means that we can live in this world this world with the darkness, the despair, the division, all of the things without being focused on them. We're called to be light in the darkness. We will never be light in the darkness if our focus is on the darkness. The only way we're going to be light in the darkness is if our focus is on the source of the light. We need to have our focus on Jesus. So, how do we refocus on the things that Jesus focused on? In our last session, we said that we can intentionally refocus by first recognizing what we're focusing on and then shifting that focus. Okay, we've said that in general terms, but now I want us to go a little further. And over the next several sessions, we'll be talking more specifically about how we can practically, in the midst of so many distractions and things going on in the world around us, how we can keep our focus on God and people. But today we're going to start with talking about focusing on God, okay? And then in future sessions, we'll be talking more about focusing on people. So if Jesus told us to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, let me ask you, for those of you watching, think about this. Do you love God with all your heart? Your heart, the center, the core of your being, is he your foundation? Do you love him with all your soul? Your soul is your mind, your will, where you make your decisions and choices, your emotions. Do your emotions always line up with the word of God? (laughs) Just some good food for thought. (laughs) Do our choices always line up with his word? Our thoughts. You know, our soul refers to mind, will, and emotions. But then he says mind again. 
I like that because I think he's like really getting the point across. Okay, remember up here, there's a lot of stuff that's happening up here. And that's where we really have to specifically pay attention. Do you love God with all your mind? What kind of thoughts go on up there? Are they his thoughts? More food for thought. So let me ask you, does it ever sound overwhelming to have your full focus on God? I think sometimes we can feel like, well, that's a little bit unrealistic, isn't it? I mean, with all the responsibilities of life, like how do we just zoom in and only focus on God? I mean, I, you know, I got to focus on the kids. I got to focus on the job. I got to focus on all these other things. Like how do we just do this? This is, I mean, such, that would take such discipline. That would be the, just this huge daunting task. I want to just burst all of those bubbles today and let you know that that's not what it means. It doesn't mean we don't see the kids. We don't see the other family members. It does, that's not what it means. It doesn't mean you don't go to work. You just sit home focusing on Jesus. No, in the midst of all of those things, we can keep our focus on him. And I want us to talk about two really simple keys that I think will help us keep our focus on him. And before we get into those, there's a starting point. You see, we'll never love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength if we're not a follower of him. That's where we start. By surrendering our heart and our life to him. It's not just about knowing God. It's not even just about believing he exists. The devil believes he exists. It's about surrendering our lives to him. Asking him to be Lord of our lives. Do you know what that word Lord means? It literally means boss. It's about letting him be the boss of our lives. Do any of you like to be boss? <laughs> yes. Some of us like to be the boss, others not so much. But I bet when it comes to yourself, you love to be the boss. You don't want anyone else to be the boss of you. Like if somebody starts telling you what to do, if you're not saying it out loud, I know you're thinking it in your head, you are not the boss of me. Right? <laughs> We want to be the boss, especially when it comes to our own lives. But you know, surrendering our life to the Lord means letting him be the boss. To lay that job down and give it over to him. Saying, I am done being in charge. I am done doing my own thing. My own independent way of living. And I surrender all to you, Lord, and ask you to be the boss of my life. That is where this process begins. And maybe you're watching right now, and maybe you have never done that. Maybe you've never surrendered your life to him or asked him to be the Lord, the boss of your life. I want you to know you can do that today with just a simple prayer. And just in your own way and in your own heart, you can ask him to be Lord And just let him know that you surrender your life to him. And it just starts you on a process of living every day in relationship with him. 
And that's the starting point. That's the starting point for all of us. And once we have come to that place, then there are two very simple tools that we're going to talk about that will help us keep our focus on God every day in the midst of all the craziness going on around us, okay? And so today, we're going to talk about the first of those two tools. And then in our next session, we'll talk about the second one. And the first one is go to God first with every situation we face. So I want to ask you, When an unexpected situation arises, maybe a challenge, maybe unexpected bad news, something happens, what is your tendency, your first response? What does your flesh want to do when you first get this news? Give me some, some of the things you might want to do. I worry. Cry. Cry. I worry. Worry. Yeah. Panic. Panic. Yep. Yes, run to a husband, a friend, anyone freak out? out. Yes. (laughs) Yes, okay. So that can be sometimes our human nature, our, our fleshly response. Sometimes we think we know what we should do. And, and, uh, we just jump in to take care of it, to prove to others that, we're, we're an independent woman. We know how to do this. We can take care of this. No problem without consulting God. Or sometimes we run first to Google. <laughs> oh, well, what does that mean? Oh, no, I better, I better check that out online. Bad idea, okay? Or surely there's a YouTube video for this. Or better yet well, I don't know what to do in this situation, so let me post a question on social media and get people's response. Really? Okay. (laughs) I don't know that that's the best route (laughs) when we're facing something major, a major challenge, okay? (laughs) Sometimes we contend, like you said, to worry, to think about that thing over and over and over and over and over again also known as worry. (laughs) And I want to say that rehearsing a problem over and over in our minds is not going to God. But often people think it is because we we kind of include him like a little bit, like, God, this happened, and on, and on, and on, and on, and on, and on, and on. And then we're off on our way. And then later, and God, they did this, and on, and on, and on, and then we're on our way. See, those are not prayers. Those are just complaining to God. (laughs) Okay? So, (laughs) if we want to keep our focus on God, because in the midst of that, even though we may have said his name and and think we're telling him, we're not giving it to him. We're not coming to him for resolution. And so we need to learn to go to God first rather than going to him last, which we can so easily do. All right. So let's talk about when we saw Jesus going to the Father. When did he talk to God? In the word, we see examples of him talking to God at all different times, before meals, before important decisions, before healing, after healing, 
surrounding events of the day. He talked to God about doing the Father's will. He talked to the Father about himself. He prayed for himself. He talked to the Father about people because he prayed for people. We see him slipping away to pray alone on his own. He talked to God even in public and with others corporately. We see him talking to God in the most difficult moments of his life. He talked to God about those who crucified him. In other words, he talked to God about the most difficult people in his life. He talked to God about everything up till his final breath. You see, talking to God first, going to him first, it's not just this one-time thing that we do. It's an ongoing process. It's how we walk out daily our relationship with him. So often if I ask people, you know, how do you walk out your relationship with God? Oh, well, you know, in the morning I have my devotion time and um, I, I read my reading for the day and then I pray and then I'm on my way. And sometimes we can get the mentality that it's something to check off our checklist. We read, we have our quiet time, and then we jump back into the driver's seat, taking the helm and directing our day. When we should be talking to him about everything throughout the course of our day. And letting him be the boss, coming to him first and saying, okay, God, I need you to help me prioritize today. And what are your priorities for me today? And you know what? I have this meeting. How do you want me to approach that? And I'm going to have to have this conversation with this person. God, give me a right heart. God, show me where I need to make adjustments first. And then show me how to communicate with this person. Like talking to him about everything that we're doing and how to go about everything. Letting him be the boss of our lives every day. I want you to think about what you're facing in life right now. What kinds of circumstances are you facing? What kinds of challenges might you be facing? Now, let me ask you, have you gone to God with it? Did you go to God first? We need to remember to go to God first, to talk to him about everything. Go to his word. See what his word has to say about your situations. I want to tell you, there are answers for everything we face in his word. He wants to give us his wisdom. He said, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask, and he would give it liberally. He's just waiting for us to come and ask and then to listen to what he says. Sometimes that's the problem. We run off without listening, and we need to take time to listen. Jesus kept his focus on the Father by going to him, by including him in everything that he did, going to him first with everything. This is a vital key for all of us if we want to keep our focus on God too. There might be craziness going on around us. There might be things pulling and fighting for our attention. But 
if we go to God first with everything, that automatically puts our focus on him all throughout the day and helps keep it right there. It's such a key to keeping our focus on God. Go to him first. All right? I want to pray for you guys today. Father, God, we just come to you right now. And Father, I know that sometimes when situations of life come up, we can, we can react out of our flesh. But God, I pray that you would help us to be women who learn to run to you first instead of going to you last. God, forgive us for times that we've done that. And Father, help us to grow in this area when unexpected things happen and even expected things, everything throughout the course of our day. God, help us to consult you first, to come to you first, to listen to what you have to say and to receive your wisdom. And in so doing, keeping our focus on you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, I want to give you some discussion questions to talk about in your groups. The first one is, what does it mean to keep your focus on God? What does it mean to you to keep your focus on God? Okay. Secondly, what do you initially focus on when a challenge arises? What's your first response? And number three. What are some practical ways you can be more intentional about going to God first? All right, talk about those things in your group. Have a great week, and we will see you for our third session. Thank mm-hmm. you.